Welcome to Express Church Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We are a ministry of Arizona Message Ministry, the message to the number two dot US. We are supported financially by HairbowBooks.com. Make sure you go on there, buy some of the books that are there, donate them to your school, donate them to your church, donate them to your library so we can get the message of hope and the message of encouragement out. Enjoy the podcast. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. I'm going to say Merry Christmas early. We're in December. Merry Christmas to everybody. And welcome to the Express Church Experience. Another day. I'm glad that you opened up your house to us. I'm glad that if you're listening to it at your job or at work or I mean, at, at, in your car, driving, exercise, wherever you are, we're just so thankful that you have come to join us. 25 days left in 2020. 25 days left and 2020 will be gone. I Throughout the months, I've been hearing people say this is the worst year they've ever experienced, a year that threw the entire world into chaos and panic, isolation and tension because of coronavirus, because of the tension over in the United States over the election. And so people are saying, 2020 is the worst year ever. I was reading a news story and read that in Japan, there are there was more suicide deaths in November than coronavirus deaths. And they attributed to social isolation, the drive that they have for success and the loss of income and jobs because of the pandemic and the fear and stress that went with it. 2020. And I was thinking as 2020 ends, 25 days left, I woke up and said, I think we should have a 25-day prayer challenge, 25-day prayer challenge. And if you're on social media, you probably have seen some people have put a, prayer, uh, a challenge up a few, maybe a year or a few ago. I remember it started with the uh, ice bucket challenge for uh, ALS. And then recently there was a NBA player that tried to box. He got knocked out. And so they have the NBA player knockout challenge. And I see people want to put up a 10-year photo challenge, how you look 10 years ago, or show a picture of your mother or a picture of your father. Some people put a picture of your favorite, five favorite sports figures. I don't know what challenge you've gotten, but to this time, I want to say we should have a 25-day prayer challenge. And then I was thinking about that. What do you got to lose? What do you have to lose? If 2020 was the worst year you ever had, what do you have to lose by going on a 25-day prayer challenge? And I look back on 2020 to see what everybody's talking about when, I, when they say that this is the worst year ever. And in my 2020, I look back and none of my children ended up in the hospital. None were died. No, none were homeless. Their marriages stayed intact. So I don't know what, about anybody else, but these facts alone make 2020 a good year. I look at my grandchildren. They're all still alive. None wound up in the hospital. That, those facts alone make 2020 better than 2019. 
In 2019, for those that don't don't know, my granddaughter, she was a victim of a school shooting, uh, wound up in the hospital. We, I re still remember last November rushing over there, being with her, seeing the, the, the fear and the pain and the grief that was uh, in their parents' eyes. I didn't have to witness that in 2020. So for me, 2020 is not the worst year I ever had. I look at 2020 in the eyes of my wife when she had coronavirus and thinking that what it did for me is it increased my prayer, it increased my trust, and increased my faith in God. I prayed for healing for her, and I also learned as we were quarantined from each other for three weeks, learned to appreciate each moment that we have together. Learning that and, and seeing it firsthand that you need to cherish the moments that you have with your loved ones makes 2020 for me a good year. And when I look at 2020, and if you're looking at it as the worst year ever, I'm going to ask you to do what I did and focus on the blessings. When you focus on the blessings, uh, it, should, it changes your attitude from being the worst year to saying this was a good year. And if you're looking at still looking at 2020 as possibly the worst year you ever had, you should accept my challenge. Accept my challenge and take a 25-day prayer challenge and see if your life isn't better after 25 days. Again, what do you have to lose? See if you don't have a great testimony of how great God is. See if you don't have after 25-day prayer challenge, if it doesn't stretch on. You start saying, wow, this things are going really well for me. I'm going to go from a 25-day challenge, uh, prayer challenge to maybe a 25-month prayer challenge and then maybe a 25-year prayer challenge. And it just becomes part of your uh, daily life. And when I'm talking about uh, prayer challenge, I'm looking at uh, prayers like those what I call the ancients of old. Some people call them the ancients of days. Those people who are witnessed and listed in the Bible. As I was doing my research, I saw in the in the new international version of the Bible, prayer, prayed, praying came up 237 times. There was a lot of praying going on in biblical days. And maybe today in the United States of America, maybe we need to go back to praying like they prayed. Moses prayed that God would not destroy a rebellious people. Samson prayed that his strength would be restored and he could do the will and the work of God. Job prayed that his health would be restored. David prayed that his life would be protected and his kingdom restored. Jonah prayed that he would live and that he would be able to get free from being in the inside of a large fish. Hannah prayed that she would have a baby and her status would be restored. Nehemiah prayed to have his people's freedom restored and the temple of the Lord rebuilt. People in the ancients of old, they were praying people. And over and over, they had testimonies of how God answered their prayers. I think today we need to have the same thing. We need to start lining up so that in 2040 or 2120, people can look back on 2020 and say that people in 2020 went through some mess. But man, they had a group of people 
that took a 25-day prayer challenge. And when that 25-day prayer challenge went on, things changed and the glory of God shined on all the United States. So whatever we're going through now, then maybe we need to do the same thing and take a 25-day prayer challenge. What does it look like? What does a 25-day prayer challenge look like? I think it starts with Jesus' words when he said, Then Jesus told the disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and never give up. Always pray and never give up. And that's the challenge that I'm giving myself, and that's my 25-day prayer challenge to each one of you to join me in all, for the next 25 days. Uh, it's called the, the parable of the persistent prayer. Um, I, I had to practice that. Well, I said practice. I had to practice saying the prayer of the persistent prayer and, and how the parable, and it's recorded in Luke 18. For those that want to read through about the, uh, the, the persistent prayer, that parable, it's in Luke 18. And in Luke 18, Jesus talks about this evil judge. And the evil judge did not care about anyone or God. I don't know how he became a judge, but that's how, how the parable went. And there was a widow, low-level person in society, who went to the judge and said, Judge, grant me justice against my adversaries. And when I read that statement by the widow, grant me justice against my adversaries. I'm wondering how many people have that same prayer today. Lord, grant me justice against my adversary, my adversary of unemployment, my adversary of, of coronavirus and sickness, my adversary of tension in my marriage and my household, the adversary of my children going astray, the adversary of drug abuse, alcohol abuse, gambling abuse. Lord, grant me justice against my adversary. And the judge kept refusing, but she kept asking, grant me justice against my adversary. He kept refusing. She kept asking. Finally, the evil judge said she won't stop asking. And sooner or later, she's going to wear me down. So I'm going to go ahead and give justice. And then Jesus said, if an unjust judge relents and grants the lowest person their request, what would God do? And, and will not God bring about justice to his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? How often should you pray during the 25-day prayer challenge? Jesus said who cry out to him day and night. Uh, some other people like to call it morning, noon, and night. So I, I like to call it 6, tw 2, and, and 10. However it is that you work in, you need to have your reminder. I remember at church, uh, we went through a prayer challenge, and they asked everybody to take their phone out of church. And then they said, put an alarm for a specific time of the day. So I'm going to ask you to put your alarm set for 2 o'clock for the next 25 days. And when that alarm goes off, just take a moment. And if you don't know what to pray, I'm going to talk about some other things that you may want to pray about. Maybe you just want to pray that God grant you justice against your adversary and then tell God what your adversary is, the adversary to what's going on in your life. Jesus said, 
Will he keep talking about God? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he sees that they get justice and justice quickly. So God in the God's holy word is telling us when you pray and you seek justice and you seek mercy and you seek grace, then God will answer and answer quickly. And then Jesus ended Luke 18, 7 and 8. He's, and now I'm in Luke 8 and I put it in capitalized. I put it in bold and I put it in underline. However, I had to put that in, in, in bold so that we all know there's a second part of that. However, Jesus said, when the son of man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Jesus's question is the first step I think about in a 25 day prayer challenge. Will Jesus find people willing to pray? Will P Jesus find people praying persistently and in faith? Will Jesus find you during this 25 day prayer challenge? Always praying and never giving up. That's the overall philosophy, the overall philosophy. But what should we how should we pray and, and how should we go? And I'm looking now at James chapter James chapter one. And we're going to flip back from Luke 18 back to James chapter one. I have 237 opportunities to talk about praying in the Bible. So I'm going to throw a few out today. Hey, you can go back in the Bible and find some some for yourself. There was actually some very good ones that I'm going to probably talk about in the next weeks to come as we go through the 25 day prayer challenge. James chapter one, he said, if anybody lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives it generously and without finding fault and it will be given to him. But when he when the person asks, they must believe and not doubt. Now, I'm going to stop there. So what should the prayer be? The prayer should be wisdom, wisdom on what on where God wants you to be. If you lost your job, wisdom on what job God wants you to have wisdom on whether God wants you to go back to school, wisdom on whether God wants you to change your profession, wisdom on how how you're going to go about maybe downsizing what you have in order to make your bills on a different level. Wisdom on maybe God wants you to, to stop working uh, 12, 14 hours a day and spend this time with your children. Begin to cherish the blessings of, of children and your marriage. Ask God for wisdom because God's holy word says that he gives it generously to all without finding fault. Then he said, but the person who asks, and I want to stop here and make sure everybody's focusing in on this. But the person who asks must believe and not doubt. Must believe and not doubt. So when you go, when you're doing your prayer challenge, the first thing you have to do is make a commitment to pray persistently, day and night, day, morning, noon, and night, or however you're going to do it. The second thing, you want to pray, pray for wisdom. See, when you pray for wisdom, a lot of times people say, I don't believe in God because he didn't answer my prayers. Well, God answered your prayers. The answer was no. He still answered your prayers because he had something else for you. I want to take people to the Garden of Gethsemane. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus was asking God, if it's your will, take this cup from me. Jesus was getting ready to be betrayed. He was getting ready to die on the cross. His prayer for himself was, hey, I'd rather not have this happen to me. But then Jesus said, 
it, let it be your will be done, not mine. I said it in reverse. Sorry, Jesus. Not my will be done, but yours. He was saying that the wisdom that Jesus had is that no matter what I'm going through, as long as it's your will, I want the wisdom to know it's your will. And therefore, I'm going to follow it no matter what happens, because I know at the end of the 25 day prayer challenge, no matter what struggle I'm going through, if I'm asking for wisdom, if I'm doing it with faith, I don't I don't I believe without having any doubt, I know it's going to happen and it's going to go right for me. That's the prayer challenge that we have. Then James says the person who has doubt, I want folks to focus in. 2020, the worst year I ever had in my life. I'm dancing all the way out of 2021, 20, all the way into 2021. I'm probably trying to do a prophecy and say I'm dancing out of 2021. Apparently, I plan on dancing out of 2021, too. So what I'm looking at and what James is saying is that if you doubt, you it is like a wave in the sea, blown, tossed by the wind. That person should not think he will receive anything from God because he's double minded and unstable. See, if you're if you're unstable, if you don't believe, if you doubt, if you only want the prayers to be answered the way you want, then then your prayer isn't going to happen the way you want it most of the time. So what our expectation when we pray is that God will give you a path where he wants you to go. I ask myself, do you feel like a wave in the sea? Do you feel like you are uh, being unsteady and unstable? Is your life in a situation where you're wondering uh, how, why things are going? If you think 2020 is the worst year you ever had, then you're probably unstable and unsteady and unsettled. And that's the time that I think you should take this 25-day prayer challenge, that you should then think about what the Apostle James said. Are you going in there with faith? Are you asking for wisdom? Are you going to be the one who is persistent in their prayers? Grant me justice against my adversaries. I'm hoping that there's a whole lot of people here that hear this and say, yeah, I want to stand up and take that challenge. I, I believe that what's going on in 2020 can change and I don't I don't know how it was going to change before because if I did I would have changed and it wouldn't have been the worst year but since it is the worst year and over the last 11 months it hasn't gotten any better for me I'm just going to go out this last month and I'm going to go out of this last month in prayer every day I'm going to pray I'm going to be like the widow I'm going to knock on the judge's door every day until he grants me justice against my adversary that's where I think God wants us to be did you ever think that maybe God would put a pandemic in our way so that we could then have to look at God again turn to him rely on him trust in him wait on him and and now as we're going out we need to go ahead and say, we, we, we waited long enough, God. It is time for us to be the persistent prayer like the, like the widow and try to grant us justice. Guess I had to do just a little bit of preaching here today. Now, I'm going to take you to Psalm 85. Psalm 85. And when we get to Psalm 85, 
And that's the reading today that comes from the Revised Common Lectionary. Makes me have to take a quick stop while people are turning to Psalm 85 because I, uh, I saw a person driving in Arizona in the wintertime. There's a lot of license plates from, from different parts of the United States where people come from cold states. And I saw somebody who had an Iowa license plate. And I jumped out and I said, pardon me, I want to ask you to pray for Christ the King Catholic Church in Des Moines, Iowa, because they were hit by coronavirus. The Catholic school is going online. A couple of the, the priests, the Monsignor, uh, they're they all being sick there. And so I want to make sure that we pray for them. And the people said, yeah, I'll pray for them. Then they tried to start talking to me, and I, and I didn't want to be rude, but I had to get here to, to, to do the recording. But I think that we need to join together in this 25-day prayer challenge. Make sure that you, when you get this video, you send it to your friends, send it to your family. Join together and see collectively if you don't have a change. That's my challenge. If you And just try it. And then give me a call on New Year's Day. I'm going to be sitting around uh, watching some football anyway. So just uh, give me a call and say, yeah, 2020 ended a lot better because of that 25-day prayer challenge. Preacher, what are we going to do for 2021? Psalm 85. Psalm 85 is the reading out of the Revised Common Lectionary. What we try to do every week is try to find one of the readings from the Common Lectionary so that we join together with different people of different faiths, different denominations around the world who all read out of the Revised Common Lectionary. We join together as one people raising our prayers to God. So in Psalm 85 is a great prayer. And verses 1 through 7, the psalmist is giving his, his petitions to God. But I want to focus in on verse 8. I want to vo focus in on vo verse 8 and go to, to verse 13 because verse 8 starts out. Usually when I'm in my days when I used to have church live, I used to ask somebody, just shout out how, how Psalm 85, 8 goes. So if you took your time and got to it, shout it out and hopefully yours says the same as mine. I will listen to what God the Lord will say. And just in case you don't have your Bible out, I'm going to say it again. I will listen to what God the Lord will say. He promises peace to his people, his saints, but let's let's them not but let them not return to folly. So now when we start talking about the prayer request, I'm going to go through Psalm 85, 8 through 13, really focusing in on it. First thing, when we're when we're praying, Prayer is not just a time for us to give our petitions to God. Prayer is a time to listen to God. But prayer is a time to listen with a commitment. I will listen to God because he promises peace. Now, if you don't have peace in your life and, and if you're 2020 is the worst year you've ever had, that means you don't have peace in your life. But God's holy word is saying, listen to him. Listen to him because he provides peace to his people. And then Psalm 85 says, but don't return to folly. So when this 25 day prayer challenge is, I say it's a 25 day because that's how many days are left in 2020. But God's holy word, is says, listen to God, but don't go back there. 
But why would anybody want to go back? Why would you want to go back to the worst year that you ever had? And then Psalmist keeps going. Surely his salvation is near those who fear him and that his glory may dwell in our land. So when you're trying to get out of this pandemic problems that you have, understand with faith that his salvation is near to those who have their faith and their glory and lift him up. Then I like how he says it. Love and faithfulness meet together. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. So I want you to just get a visualization of that. Righteousness, which comes from heaven, comes down. And when the righteousness of God comes down and we are all uh, made righteous, uh, Romans 3 says, we are all made righteous and reconciled with God through uh, Jesus Christ. So whoever believes in him believes. Uh, and I was listening to a song today when it said grace came out of the grave. If you believe that grace came out of the grave and that that grace took to heaven and he pleaded your cause and your, your sins were wiped away and you are made new and you're made new today because you have made that commitment to then be part of the family of God in this 25 day challenge, then the righteousness of God comes down and peace and it kisses peace. Then we have uh, going uh, horizontally, going horizontally, love and faithfulness meet together. So if you see, and I say, I, I was looking at, it, I was like, it's like the, the cross. You have righteousness coming down, kissing peace, and you have faithfulness and love touching each other. And I want to be at the, at the middle of that intersection where, those, where all that comes together. And, and so when we talk to God, when we get down on our knees and pray, when we lay down on our, in our bed at night before, when we wake up in the morning or before we go to bed at night, it is an intimate time with the Lord, a time to hear God, a time to learn to witness his glory, a time to learn and witness his salvation, a time to receive his peace, a time to learn how to feel his love, how to have that love when you look into somebody who's sick, you look into their eyes and you don't think about how they're sick, but you think about how you have a little, a couple more minutes with them and how, how you have faith that God's going to give you another hour, another day to be with them. And then it gives you the opportunity to then reach and say, I, this is, I am so thankful that God, you gave me this person. It's, it's, a, it's a time to accept his wisdom and to accept his direction. Love and faithfulness meet. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. Faithfulness springs forth from the earth and righteousness looks down from heaven. The Lord will indeed give what is good and our land will yield the harvest. Man, I, don't, I want somebody to get excited like I got when I read that. The Lord will indeed give what is good. Now, he'll give what is good for his glory. He'll give what is good for his honor. He'll give what is good for his praise. And what we need to do and we need to understand as people of God, what is good for God is good for us. And once you, receive, once you have that as your philosophy, what is good for God is good for me. And what I'm going to pray 
is that the glory of God can shine through me. And then God is going to place me in a place. It might not be a comfortable place. It might not be the place where I want to be, but it's going to be a place where God needs me to be. And so when God needs me to be there, I'm going to then transform uh, the environment where God placed me to be for his good and for his glory, for his kingdom to to advance uh, his will and his way. And then the psalmist said, indeed, he will give what is good and our land will yield its harvest. Our land will yield his harvest. What is the harvest that you want? I'm wondering if anybody has asked themselves that question. What is the harvest that you want? What is going to make your life feel full and abundant? I want somebody to write that down. What is the harvest you want? If 2020 was the worst year of your life, that means you were in a harvest drought. So I'm going to ask you again, what is the harvest you want? Write it down. Pray for it. Ask God, is that his will? If it's his will, (laughs) tell God, I'm coming back every day just like the widow. I'm going to be knocking on your door. What now some people want to know if you do what my what my harvest and my yield is my harvest and my yield is that not one person in my family gets sick or dies in 2020 or 2021. If I'm back here on December the 6th, 2021, and not one of my family members ever saw a hospital bed or ever passed away, it's going to be a harvest of great love and a harvest of great joy. Maybe my, my bar is a little lower than other folks. My, what is my harvest? My harvest is that God will give me daily bread so that I, myself and my family, not only can eat, but eat in communion, eat in communion with the love of God, circle each other in prayer so that we can lift up and feel that love. What is it? Love and faithfulness coming together, righteousness and peace, kissing each other. What is my harvest? My harvest is more abundant of those four, more abundant of righteousness, more people acting like they should uh, act uh, uh, to their neighbor, sharing what they have. If you have abundance, what is what is a harvest? My harvest is to have so much that I can have enough to give away. That's what my harvest is. That's what I want. That's what I'm praying for. I'm praying for for uh, more justice to occur. I'm praying for love to occur. I'm praying for unity to occur. I'm praying that we as a nation, I've been praying for it all year, that we again become one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. My prayer list keeps going up. I'm hoping that folks uh, write me and say, add to add to it. My prayer, my harvest is that Christ the King Church gets healthy again, that young people can come in and and receive an education with people who have the love of Christ in them that want to not only teach them the the ABCs, but also want to teach them the love, the grace, and the mercy of God. Thinking about the persistent prayer who was committed to ask for justice, continue to ask the judge to receive her plea. 
uh, I have, I want us to be in the same way that we can attach our name and we can say through his grace, his sacrifice, his righteousness, through Christ Jesus and the faith in him, that peace will come. The two will be inseparable, peace and righteousness. We ask that that peace of shalom, that great uh, word, Hebrew word of peace comes and touches each one of us and can and th- that we all walk away from 2020 and say, I took the 25 day prayer challenge. And as a result of taking the 25 day prayer challenge uh, every day, I feel God's peace every day. I feel God's love every day. I feel his faithfulness. And, and I can say, God is slow to anger and abound in love and kindness. His steadfast love is, is shown every day. That's what I want to see. That's what the harvest that I want to be great. That's the prayer challenge that I'm making every day. And I'm hoping as we go into the, to, to 2021, we go in shouting that God is good and God has blessed us and our harvest is phenomenal. See you next week and we'll talk more about the prayer challenge. Thank you for listening today. Thank you to all our guests. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Stephen Zachary Minister Gilbert, the Arizona Message Ministry on Facebook. And feel free to send me an email to the message2.us or to my private website, stephenzachary.com. Thank you to Haribo Books for supporting us. That's haribobooks.com. Look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks.